Hello, mamas. We are Allison, Kelsey, and Melissa, and we would like to welcome you to the Unstressed Mama podcast, the podcast that will teach you how to manage the daily stress that comes from being a mom. Nothing is off limits here. From peeing your pants to balancing your budget to working out, we'll talk about it. Hey ladies, today is our last of the business series and we will be sharing our favorite business hacks. So we've been through some of our tips on starting up. We've had a couple of really awesome guest speakers and we will wrap it up with our one, two, three advice on getting a business going for yourself. So we're just going to jump right in here and talk about these things. And the first one we're going to talk about, which is how we all met, is getting a coach and specifically doing some group coaching. Um, that's, like I said, that's how we met. And it's definitely a, a must do for a new business owner. And the group coaching provides a lot of really good value, financially speaking, and also the support value of meeting other people who are starting a business and, or have already started a business and made mistakes that they can share with you. Yeah, I think with getting a, a coach, it's making sure you find a coach that you know fits with your values um, and is able to help you build a business for kind of what you're looking for. And we'll kind of talk, <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit more about that later. But if you have, you know, you want to obviously talk to the coach before hiring them. Um, and we'll lead into just kind of a sidebar off of, you know, getting a coach because we talked about this before with uh, an independent online business that you're, you're going to need to spend some money. Um, that this is one of the valuable areas to spend money on because you have someone that you are hiring to help you walk you through the process. So whether it's someone to get you started, whether it's someone to take you to the next level, um, having uh, like the leader, the coach to do that, as well as those uh, other people that are by your side are a huge value together. Um, and uh, like Allison said, this is where, you know, we all met in a group coaching for a business. Um, but, at, you know, in any group, I mean, we all have Facebook, the three of us have Facebook groups. Um, you end up making friends in Facebook groups. Um, the very first like group program I did for, it was for kettlebells. Like I became good friends with people out of this Facebook group and then ended up meeting them in person eventually. And I did that back in 2013, uh, I think 12, 13 timeframe. And it was 13. So, you know, that group environment is such a huge aspect um, in order to kind of help you grow in that process with other people. I think you guys both mentioned it, but I think with the group coaching, the coach obviously is incredibly valuable, right? Because they're there to give you the information. They're there to kind of guide you through, but you both kind of touched on the, the networking aspect of the coaching thing as well. And I do think like, I don't think you can put a price tag on the networking side of things, because when you are doing this <clears throat> online business, 
that's by yourself and you're creating your own thing, you, you are fairly isolated in the sense that like, you don't have coworkers and you can go down the hall and chat with, like you, you have a group, if you have group coaching, and this is what happened a lot with our group is you'd pop into the group and you would chat with the people in the group. So it'd be like, you're working on a website and website design sucks, right? Like we, we all hate doing websites and web pages and you know, something goes wrong. You get super frustrated one of us would just hop in the group and be like, ah, I have to share with you guys what just happened. And then people would kind of, you know, that sucks, get, get your back. But then they'd also offer suggestions of, okay, well maybe next time this, or maybe, you know, that sucks, but now you've already done it once. You can go do it again. You know what I mean? Like the encouragement and the networking side of things. And I think for me, that's sticking out a lot because right now my day job as well, I'm not around other professionals with my same credentials. I'm the only PT at my, my day job too. And so the online networking that comes from doing my business stuff that I love that. And I think that is probably one of the big draws for having a coach for me. Yeah. The other part, uh, obviously the coach is very invaluable. Um, but you know, the coach doesn't want to be working 24 seven, like they deserve to have whatever days off they like, you know, schedule off for themselves. And we want to make sure to respect those boundaries. And that was where, like Kelsey said, you know, with having a full-time job, I might be working on something on the weekend because I'm working on, I posted in a group um, and that's where the group members would come in and make comments. So I'm getting a little feedback. The coach always came back, whatever the next day she was working and was able to give the feedback then, but it it was a, a way to kind of have, more feedback. And then, you know, if I'm working in off business hours for the coach, which I highly recommend, which this was not one of our top three, because at the beginning, it's a little hard to do this, but you should have some boundaries, um, on when you're going to work. Um, so you don't burn yourself out, but that's talking to you, Allison. (laughs) Exactly. Um, but we, uh, we're able to get that feedback from the other members of the group. Um, if it's just like, Hey, is there something doesn't look right? Can somebody, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or is anyone else having issues with Instagram? You guys remember when Instagram died (laughs) that one day we were able to be like, you know, Oh yeah, my Instagram's not working. And so instead of like continuing to post an Instagram, somebody posted in the group and I'm like, Oh, well, other people are having issues with Instagram. So now I, I was actually on vacation when that happened. I was like, I'll deal with my stories posting later. Um, but yeah, having the coach with a group coaching, obviously the value of the coach. And then, you know, just because everyone's on different schedules and time zones, you're able to get feedback a little bit faster within a group. And one of the things that, that I found really valuable with that was that I, even though people tell you these things and you know, you still have it in your head that when you release your first program, it's scary and everything, but you think you're going to have success because you've worked so hard on it and it's such good information. And for me, it was like, oh yeah, people are going to buy this. No doubt about it. And I sold three of my first program and I was thinking, oh, that's not very good. Oh my gosh. And, and you share that in the group and other people say, oh yeah, that's, you know, that's a good start. And then the next time you launch it, you'll sell more and you can tweak and learn and, and it helps 
helps you not get so discouraged when you see that other people are going through the exact same thing. And then on the flip side, when there are people in the group that are already established and you see them selling a lot of things, but they can come back and say, that's how I started too. And I kept pushing through and making changes. And then now I'm really successful. So it gives you a lot of hope and keeps your motivation going in a group setting to be exposed to all the different levels. One of the things I think I took away when working with Shira on coaching stuff is that you have to set aside time to work on your business, not just in your business. Um, And I know that's something right now that I haven't been doing a whole lot because life has been crazy, but like, it's not enough to just do the daily ins and outs. Like you have to continue planning forward and growing all that kind of stuff. And I think once you start getting into working in the business, you know, the developing products, all that kind of stuff, taking care of your clients that you already have, it gets really easy to kind of lose sight of working on your business. And I think a coach is really good at making sure that you keep the big picture in mind too, and keep moving forward because I think it is, it's easy to become really stagnant when you're doing online business. Um, because there's so much that you have to manage at the same time, which I know is going to lead us into another topic that we have, but having that distinction between, okay, well, I've got to, I've got to take care of the daily tasks, but then I also have this coach that's going to help pull me out and say like, okay, you're, you're running, you're taking care of what's running, but now what's next? Like, where, where are you going to go? How are you going to continue to move this forward and kind of help guide you on that? Because a lot of us, I mean, Allison, you know, money management stuff you know how to talk about budgets and rebates and all that kind of stuff like you know that you don't need a coach to teach you that you need a coach to help you figure out how to take that information and get it to the people that are looking for it Allison or uh, Melissa you and I are the same way with the fitness stuff like you and I talk fitness stuff all day long I don't need a coach that can talk fitness stuff with me I need a coach that can tell me how to take the information that I have and get it to the people that I I need to talk to so when it comes to coaching you don't necessarily have to have a coach that is within your area within your realm of what you're trying to promote what you're trying to create your business around you need a business coach that is going to like jive with your personality and your goals and is going to challenge you to get there whether that means they're in the fitness industry or they're you know an event planner that has also done you know what I mean I mean you don't have to have this picture perfect business coach that's what you want to be it's just got to be this business coach that's going to fit where you need to be and then I think um you can definitely shop around like when you do start looking into business coaches you know look at somebody's business model and how they're doing and I think a lot of business coaches have you apply and then interview to make sure that it's actually going to be a good fit um and so don't be afraid to kind of step out of your comfort zone into somebody that maybe you wouldn't have pictured as where you need to go but if you see things that they're going to be able to push you towards it's definitely worth exploring well and about interviewing a coach like after our shira that you know kelsey mentioned we interviewed her as our first guest on the podcast she decided to stop doing business coaching and i remember being like i'll need to find a new coach and i can't say i actively looked right away just because of the life things that were going on. But when I was finally like, all right, I'm going to need some help. And that's actually when I ended up finding Brittany who was on our last episode. Um, 
And it was like, as we talked about, like, oh, like this was the perfect fit. I was like, I need to hire you. Um, you know, and so it was like, I'd actually initially found her when she was doing VA stuff, which kind of leads to our next question as well. Um, where I was like, no, eventually I'm going to scale. I'm going to want a VA and lo and behold later, you know, she did some pivots in her business. Um, and now I, she, she started coaching. Cause she's like, I, I think I can do a better job coaching people than actually, you know, VAing for people. And I would agree. I'm, I'm a fan. If you listen to the last week's episode, uh, you will know I'm a Britney fan, not, not Britney Spears type, <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, I was like, oh, how do I, where would I go to get extra help? Which that's actually our second point was to ask for help, um, like a VA virtual assistant. Um, it doesn't have to be a VA that you keep necessarily like, you know, task each week and each day. That's one way. Um, you can also hire out for someone to just revamp your website. Um, you can hire out for somebody to, um, make the downloadable PDF. So that's something I did once, um, just cause I wasn't re really comfortable with graphics and designs and, um, our coach gave us a specific person, like email this guy, tell him what you want. And I think I paid him $50 to make my PDF and it was gorgeous. Um, and it linked everything that needed a link. So basically I gave him a Google doc with the words and all the links of where they went and he put it together. I will say he got it to me like really down to the wire late. And I was really nervous because it was the first time I hired out, but I was like, oh my gosh, this was the best $50 I've ever spent in my life. Um, so being able to outsource things, once you get going, um, this kind of goes back in with, you know, needing to spend money. Um, if you can outsource something that's going to cause you a lot of stress. So for me, making that downloadable PDF, that was, I don't remember how many, many, many pages. I was like, the, the thought of that, like made me not want to make this product. It was my kettlebell workout bundle. I'm like, I don't even want to do it. She's like, just have this guy do it. And I'm like, well, I don't know. She's like, no, seriously. And I did. And I was like, that was the best thing ever. Um, and Allison, I know can talk about outsourcing as well from different aspects she Yeah. Um, tech for me is annoying. Um, so designing a website and, and I get it like 90% done, but there's something that just doesn't line up correctly or a font that won't change for some unknown reason. And it's so frustrating. And I sit and think, Oh, you know, why am I spending three hours trying to change this font? This is such a waste of time. So it's costing me money and I have definitely gotten help with a lot of that stuff lately because I just want to show people how to make money less stressful in their lives. I don't want to sit at my desk and try to make a font match, um, but I've had to get really creative with how I find this help because you don't necessarily want to pay rock bottom prices because a lot of times you then get rock bottom quality. You can stumble upon somebody who's just starting and doesn't know what they're worth yet, but that's unusual. So um, one of the things I have used to find a lot of help lately 
which if you start a new business is absolutely an option for you, is a barter club that I joined. So I offer my services through this barter club and I get paid in barter dollars. And then I have access to this national network of people who perform services. And it's everything from local things like pest control, my son's swimming lessons, things like that here, but also on a national level, virtual assistants and people who design websites and you know, whatever. So I can provide my services there and I offer all kinds of things that aren't money management. I could tell you stories all day about the goofy things I have done to get barter dollars, but then I can use those. And so our last Unstressed Mama virtual event, it was down to the wire and I can't remember what I had going on. 8,000 things is normal. And I needed my presentations done and I couldn't imagine I was going to have to not sleep to get them done. And that's, that's a no for me. And I hired a VA through the barter club to do it. And I said, here's my stuff. I already typed up the information. Here's my logo. Here's the unstressed mama stuff. Make these pretty please. And boom, I went to sleep that night, got a good rest. And the next day there were my presentations. And it was wonderful. It, it was a huge stress reliever and I didn't have to pay her any cash out of my pocket. Um, I found a way to make it work a different way. Yeah. You keep talking about the barter services. I really need to look that up in my area slash. I just looked up barter services in an, excuse me, in Annapolis. And I'm like, Cool. I'm going to have to pin, put a pin in that and go look, but I'm like a little overwhelming over here. It's like a whole Rainy community services didn't know existed. I know. And it's huge. It is a huge industry. Um, 30 your barter clubs, where's your barter club based on? Is it based on Facebook or is it based like on a different website? No, it's called ITEX, I-T-E-X, and it's nationwide. They have offices everywhere. Um, And I know there are other barter clubs, but it's a really big one. Um, Yeah, it's a cool thing. I recently started offering some copywriting services on there, and I got bombarded um, with requests almost to the point where I'm thinking about saying no to some of them, which will be a first for me. (laughs) I don't have time to make this money. What? No. (laughs) Um, I I like this second topic because it's actually something I actually started looking around this week because I have a couple of projects coming up business related that I just, I just need, I have everything written up. Like you're saying, Melissa, like I have, so I do a summer challenge with my group and I have, I write it all up and send it all out prior, which is really great for me because I do a lot of my work up front and then I'm not working my butt off all summer. I have time to work on other projects because I have the business working in my business stuff is already done. So I take summer to work on my business quite a bit and I have it all written up. I just need to sit down and type it up and it's not like it's going to take a ton of time, but it is going to take a few hours. I'm like, maybe I can find somebody that I can just like, it's all written in a notebook because I'm old school guys. I like, I write things down on paper first and then I type them up, which I realize gives me like twice as much work, but that's just how my brain works. I can scratch things out, all that kind of stuff. 
I was, I was thinking this week that I need to find somebody either to trade stuff with or to pay to just have them like format all of my summer programs so I don't have to do it. So I'm Googling the barter stuff right now. Well, I can, assuming, I mean, that was like two years ago, so I can share that guy's email. Um, but I will say he comes in like last minute. So if you tell him your date, like a week or two in advance, if you're like me and nervous, um, but I was so blown away by the, the only thing I would say was because at the time I didn't have a whole lot of my branding stuff nailed down. It like, doesn't match like my branding exactly. It's the right colors. Um, like I gave him my color numbers, but you know, the hex hex codes for the color. So he used my colors, but, um, and obviously some of the pictures, but it's just not quite the same as like what I'm using now. And I, the downfall too, is like, I don't have the ability to change it, but it is what it is. Um, one of the things I wanted to point out here is, you know, Kelsey in the last bullet of like getting a coach and a group coaching, um, because that coach will help you keep that focus to work on your business instead of in your business. And that's what asking for help does. It gets people to do the tasks that for you don't bring you joy and, but need to be done, um, in your, in your business. And so you let, you're hiring someone else to do the work in your business. So that can freeze up your time. Like you said, Kelsey, it would only take you a few hours, but it's a few more hours you would have that you can use to work on your business, um, or spend time with your family if that's what you choose to do with it. Right. So, um, but I was going with the work on your business piece. So when I um, think these are obviously tied together. Yeah, I think, and for me, and maybe I'm just the weird one out of the group here. I mean, that wouldn't be surprising because I'm the weird one in a lot of groups. But for me, asking for help on anything is a really challenging thing for me to do. And asking for help on my business, that's something that I created. Like I have a really hard time giving up control over small things like that. But at the same time, I also have three kids and I have a full-time job and I can't be in control of everything all the time and still be functional in all aspects of my life. And that's something that like, I'll admit right here, like that I've had to come to terms with that on some things. <clears throat> when I did my um, functionally fit mama program, I had my sister do videos for me. And she, like, I just was basically like, look, I know your work. I know how you do things. I'm just going to trust that you get done. She kept asking me for things. And I was like, like, you just do it. I'm like, show me when it's done. That's fine. And so I've had to kind of mentally remind myself that it's okay and normal to have other people helping you work in your business. And that, I mean, I do get the final say, right? Like it's my business. And if I'm paying for someone to do work, like Melissa, like with your PDF, if you had wanted to, you could have gone back and asked him to change things, right? Because you're paying for a service, but is it worth going and saying, Hey, can you change this one thing? Or are you just, are you happy with what, what comes out? And you're like, you know what, you just saved me four hours and maybe I would have done it different, but this still looks fantastic and I can still use this and I'm just going to move forward and move on. So that's something I, it's just for me personally, I know that I do struggle with asking for, and I think a lot of women struggle asking for help. So I'm glad we have this as part of our, our three, like top three hacks because I think it is important. And especially when you're doing online business, it's okay to be like, you know what? I don't have to do all of it. I can do, I could do it. Like I'm saying, I could go sit down and I could do this summer program that I'm going to do. It, it would take me a few hours. I could hundred percent 
physically do it. I don't really want to do it. And so I'm looking for other options of how to get it done so that I don't have to sit there and do all the work too. One of my, so I just asked in my group yesterday, I just switched thoughts mid talking here about how do people feel about spending money to make money? And the consensus is interesting in there. And the reason that I thought of this is because I talked to my brother on the phone yesterday morning and he has a really successful business doing auto restoration. And he was telling me that he made an investment in this new machine that uses dry ice to get years of gunk off of old cars and without painting them, you know, really does a number on them and only takes a day. And he was really excited about this investment because there's a lot of people who don't want to restore their old cars. They just, they want to keep them original and have the original paint. And this is a good in-between solution. And um, he's wanting to retire soon too. And he said, I can move this into my garage and do this from home in my retirement and whatever. And I didn't ask him what he spent on it, but I suspect it was considerable. And he's obviously an entrepreneur, an established one that has figured out how to make it work. And he was really excited about it. It wasn't there was no mention of, oh, I had to spend a ton of money to buy this machine and hopefully it will pay off. It was excited. I got this thing. This is awesome. This new opportunity opens up a whole new area of business for me. And then I can do it on the side when I'm retired from home and great. And the answers that I'm getting in my group to this question are mixed. And the people that that are afraid of it still, I think are not entrepreneurs of any sort, but maybe want to be, and they've got to move past that. It's a, it's a block in your mind that the scarcity mindset and poverty, if I need to hang on to all this money, because what if, what if, but what if you let some of it go and then you've got more because of that? It's a, it's an important mindset shift that you need to make if you're going to enter into the arena of trying to bring more money into your life. So I answered Allison's question as conflicted, but I know that like you need to do it. And what I realized is why I answered that is I'm not conflicted about spending the money. I'm conflicted about where to spend my money now because there's so many things I want to do. And I, I know that they have a price tag, like a good price tag on them. There's so many like courses I want to take and learn from to be better at in my business, but there's only so many, so many funds at a time. And one of the things I'm striving to do is to do my business with a zero credit. Um, so, I mean, I, I kind of like fund it from my full-time job, right? Like, so like I have a full-time job, so I have a paycheck. So I fund it that way um, if I need to, but you know, when you look at a couple courses and they're both, you know, high, ticket items, I'm like, well, which one should I do now? Right. Um, and so when I said conflicted, I think I'm just like, well, conflicted on which one hits the priority. I actually have a list over here of like different things I want to do. And now there's a new one on the list that like showed up and I'm like, oh, well, where, where does that go? Like, which one should I spend the money on now? And which one's going to make the most sense um, to spend the money on now versus like, anyway. 
sometimes things are only available like once a year, sometimes are available all the time. Um, so I think that's where I was conflicted because I, I mean, I, I don't have an issue when you're talking about your brother's purchase. I was thinking about this course that I'm like, I want to buy this course. Um, and I'm like, I really want to buy this course. I really, really want to buy this course. And I'm like, well, I think it's just because I want to buy other courses too. And I am figuring out which one is the best to spend the money on right now um, to answer the question further in your group. <laughs> yeah. And that is, it is a hard decision. Um, but I think it, I mean, there are some people on here who have just said it terrifies me. It makes me feel scared. It makes me feel, and that's not obvious from your clarification too. It's not, you're not feeling scared. You're just feeling like overwhelmed by the choices more. And I get that too. I'll, I'll see things and think, Ooh, I want that. I want that. But this brings up something important. If we're back to the coach, number one, um, when Kelsey, when you said about working on your business and in your business, I've been thinking so much about how I miss the business retreats so much. I love those. Um, gosh, and, and I need to hang my sign back up to remind myself to not say, um, 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 um. When I re-listen to these, I think, gosh, how many ums can I get in here? Make it a drinking game. Anyway, it's important to, when you do pick a coach to just stick with that coach other than maybe one or two other specialized areas. And I'm saying this from, as with everything experience and doing the wrong thing, where I went through a period after Shira quit, where I was following several coaches and trying to implement several different strategies and saying, oh, well, I like this piece of this person's and this from here, thinking I could just patch together my own thing. And that really doesn't work. It just results in spinning your wheels. And that doesn't mean that you have to stay with the same coach forever. But when you have decided on a coach, stick with that coach and work that program and do what they say. And if you find it doesn't work for you, or you get to a point where you want something different, then find a new one and do that. But don't try to do 18 different free challenges every month. And, and I'll, you know, that's what I was doing. And it was just overwhelming. And I was spending all of my time learning a bunch of different things and implementing zero which will lead us into our third hack. Uh, it's, um, 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 um. <laughs> it's I never really even noticed you say, trap. um, by the way. Um, <laughs> um, um, now I'm going to notice me saying, um, I know I say it all the time. Well, I re-listen to write posts about it. So the whole time I'm re-listening, I'm cringing. Oh, stop saying, um, just stop it. <laughs> All right. So instead of, yeah, we can both work on just stopping saying, um, but so our last business hack. So we said, number one was to get a coach group coaching with the awesome value Two is to ask for help. Um, whether that be from the people in your group coaching to review things for you. Um, or if you need to outsource with a VA, with, um, somebody to make a single product, your website, um, copywriting, different things like that, that you can outsource. Um, and then the third one is to just do it, right? Um, so not just stop it, just do it. 
Um, if you're listening to this thinking, I've always like wanted to have a business, but I you know, think this is an area I could go in, just start planning it. Start figure, you know, you can make an LLC. We talked about that at the, in our uh, episode two. You have an LLC, put it in just like your, your name, like Melissa Sarovi LLC. Um, and then you have that covered. Um, and then start working, find a coach, find, you know, find, ask some friends what they would think about. Um, would they hire someone to do this? And, you know, you can call a couple people, you can ask people at like a social event, wherever you feel comfortable asking that. If you like, aren't sure what you want to do, if you know what you want to do and you're like, well, I mean, it's summertime. I need to spend that time, you know, doing X or a school's going to start, or it's almost the holidays. There's always going to be a reason for you to start later. Oh, I'm going to wait till my kid starts kindergarten. Then I'll have more time, right? There's always going to be a reason. And if you're, if you're finding yourself always making excuses for later, you're never going to do it. Um, so just do it. I think one of the, the big things with just do it, which I, I do every year. And I think all of us do is to, if you write down your big goals and don't be afraid to write down those big goals, because when you write them down, like there's a lot of cool stuff that happens when you like actually put it out there that that's what you want to do. And you start working towards it. You write down those big goals and say, yeah, one of my goals is to have this business or to be able to have, you know, help these people, whatever your, your business idea is like, write it down, put it out there because once you kind of say it out loud or put it down out loud, then it's kind of like, all right, like let's do it. Let's go. I'm not going to wait for things to be perfect. I'm going to go work it until I can get it to where I want it to be. Cause I don't think any of us, we've talked about how we all started with all of our businesses and none of us started at like the ideal. I don't even know what the ideal time is at this point, because everyone I talk to always just starts like Allison, you started like right at the end of a, of a career that happened. Melissa and I both started while still working full-time jobs with two small kids at home. Um, and now I have three, you know, if you wait for everything to be perfect, if you wait for everything to be easy to go work on those big goals, it's just never, ever, ever going to happen. And then you're going to look back and be like, man, if I would have started three years ago, four years ago, I would be, you know, here rather than, you know, still sitting on the side going, man, this would be cool. If, um, that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, just doing it and writing things down is going to make it into this you know, crazy successful six figure business within a year or two, because that's not typical. I know some people do have crazy success like that. I don't think any of us have had crazy success like that. But if you look at where we all are now versus where we started two and three years ago, three and four years ago, I can't remember. It's been a while, but the, the stuff that we've learned and been able to create and put out there while, you know, we're not going viral with stuff or we're not reaching people in variety of countries. We're still able to do a lot and we've still built something that's pretty awesome. Each of us um, that we can all look back on and be like, yeah, when I release this product, here's what went well, here's what I would do different. I'm going to move forward. I'm going to take that information. And then the next time it gets better and it gets better because you've been learning and you've been working and we can sit here and say, yeah, business coach, hundred percent worth it. Yeah 
it's okay to pay for somebody to do other stuff. Whereas if I had, you know, had this conversation three years ago, I've been like, I'm not going to pay for somebody to do a document for me. Like that's ridiculous. Why would I do that? But at that point too, that's not where I was in my business. And so it's okay to, you know, grow and change and learn and take this information and apply it moving forward. Yeah, I had my idea. Well, I knew in like 2013 when I, which I had 10 years left in the Navy that I wanted to do strength coaching um, when I got out of the Navy. Um, So I'd still 10 years and I got my first certification in 2014. Like, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to like build myself up. And then I had an 18 month old, a three-year-old. And that's when I joined the coaching. And when I started my first Instagram account, like in 2015, I knew like its purpose was ultimately for business. I didn't join Instagram as like a per, an individual because I wanted to be on Instagram. I did it with the intention of business growth. And I, you know, like watched Shearer's classes go year after year. And finally I was like, I want in and I'm not waiting any longer. And if I said, well, I'm going to wait till I'm two years out for retirement, I would be at zero right now. I wouldn't have done anything. So jump in. I want to add too, because from seeing it outside, both of you were definitely just do it coming in. And I wasn't, I was looking back through some of my old things the other day and it took me like six months to make my first freebie. And I was searching through the business beyond baby group for a, for a post I made. And I saw my status updates of, Oh, uh, gonna get some work done on my freebie this week. And then three weeks later, yeah, I'm going to get that freebie done. And I just kept putting it off and off and I was doing things because I was busy all the time, but I wasn't, I was putting off what was important. And that was a learned skill for me for one thing, you procrastinate the things that you're scared of. So putting something out there, a freebie even, and having nobody, what if nobody wants it? That's scary and it can make you procrastinate. And you just have to, for me, I had to learn to just get over that. Just do it anyway, do it scared, do it maybe a little unprepared and just get it out there and get it done. And it helped me watching Kelsey and watching Melissa doing these things. And there were others in the group that did too, but there were others like me also that were procrastinating and, Oh, I don't know. And some of us learned to just get over that and push through it. And some didn't, uh, doesn't mean anybody is not a good person or whatever, but it is something that you are likely going to come up with if you delve into starting your own business. And it's just, you know, a coach will help you with it, but there's only so much they can do. You know, you made a good point there that it is scary. Um, It's sometimes scary having no product yet, investing maybe thousands of dollars into a business coach. So I won't say that it isn't scary and it wasn't scary. Um, And I think there's two fears that that come out of there, the fear of success and the fear of failure, they're both very real things. Um, And so they're, they're there. Um, And so, you know, thank you for bringing that up, Allison, you know, 
I, I feel like I was kind of putting like a sunshine and rainbows twist on it. it. There's definitely fear in there, whether it be from spending the money or asking for help. Uh, is it going to be what I actually, my is it going to meet my expectations? Right. And I think Kelsey, you were alluding to that, alluding to that whenever you were talking about it's my business, I built this. And if I let somebody else in, what will that do? Right. So you have certain expectations and then, you know, like what, what, how will, what will the outcome be? Right. And obviously nobody wants to fail. We don't do things with the intention. Most of us don't do things with the intention to fail. Um, so it, it, there, there's definitely fear there and it is hard to get over. And I sometimes procrastinate busy work, you know, like folding laundry instead of doing what I need to do. Cause I'm like, Oh, I really need to do this, but I don't want to. So I go fold laundry, always laundry to fold. Um, but yeah, I don't, let's, thank you for bringing that up. So we didn't gloss over the fact that there are scary moments in it, but having that group behind you or having a support system behind you is certainly one of those ways to help you overcome that fear of like, I'm so afraid to click like publish on my website or whatever you're publishing or send on my email to my email list asking to, for a sale, right? Those, those are the first one's hard and they get easier and then they start getting fun. Something else I wanted with the just do it. So this group coaching that I joined recently, when it first started, uh, this coach was very established already successful guy. And he had this idea to start this group coaching and he just did it. And you could tell I was one of the first people to join. He was still building it as I joined. There was, when I first started, it was two Zoom calls a week and there wasn't a membership portal. There wasn't a Facebook group. Everybody was communicating through a Facebook messenger chat and the Zoom calls. And as it went, he built, had a portal built. He's had a group made. And I told him, I said, that's kind of cool to see that you just did it. It wasn't perfect yet and he started it anyway and he had over 100 people in there when it was unpolished unperfect and there's something called perfection paralysis too that I absolutely suffer from where oh what if oh my gosh this word isn't spelled right and I mentioned before trying to change a font for three hours I have done that and that's ridiculous because if people are interested in your product you have a good quality thing and you've explained it to them correctly. If they're looking through a sales page and far down, there's a sentence that's in a different font than the rest of the page that is not going to make them say, oh, well, I was going to buy this, but not now, because what is this? How come this is in Arial and the rest of it is in Times New Roman? This is unacceptable, <laughs> you know, but that, those are the stupid things that keep you from just doing it. It's it sounds ridiculous when you say it like that, but it's the truth. I laugh because I'm like, oh no, this is like off center, just a teeny tiny bit uh, or whatever. Yeah, definitely been there. That's why I laughed. Yeah, it's just in my coach now, he says it too. There's the tiniest things keep you from reaching your biggest goals. And his example, he he tells us to record a one minute video and post it on our business page every day. And 
and he said, I promise you, when you start doing this, you are going to come up with the most creative excuses not to do it. And he says he did it in 2018 every single day, and he could trace $160,000 of new business from people who found him through these videos, strangers he had never met that came in his inbox and said, I saw your video, I've been watching you and I want to work with you. What do you have that you can sell me? And it it's true because I, oh, I, I need to clean up behind me and my hair doesn't look very good today. This lighting is off. And he said, every, you're, you're not unique. Everybody has these things. And for whatever reason, you are going to come up with these minuscule little excuses to stop yourself from moving forward because fair, you know, fear of success or whatever you have going on there. It's, it's just that little stuff that stops you from just doing it. And I've probably just this in the last year been able to just push through that and say, nope, I'm not going to let this stop me. My hair looks funky and I'm making a video anyway, because if I say something valuable, most people aren't going to look at my hair. And if somebody comments and makes fun of it, I'm going to go with it because more comments means more views. You know, I hate going live. I don't know why, because I can go on a Zoom and I'm fine. I can talk in front of people I teach for God's sake. Like I can stand in front of people and speak, but going live on social media, gives me the heebie-jeebies and I can't freaking do it. Um, I can do it, but I have all the excuses. So I'm literally like cringing as you're like live for a minute every day. Like I can't do it. Or you just had posted video or is it supposed to be live? On the business page, it's a video, a Ooh, one minute yeah. or less video on, I could, I could do a whole nother training on this, but just related to your topic, say, Hey, did you know that, that, a a great alternative way to get some cardio in is swinging a kettlebell. It's so true. It's you know, I can just, do videos live scare me. So maybe, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, so just do it is the answer I need to tell myself for that. Um, anyway, this was great. I think of some business hacks, um, kind of wrapping, not kind of wrapping up our business series. So we had a five part business series. We talked about uh, MLMs. Uh, we talked about independent online business owning. We had two great guests on, Richard Fletcher for copywriting and uh, Brittany Thornton-Humco as the, uh, the course creation coach and navigating entrepreneurship as an introvert and wrapping it up here with the last episode of our three business hacks uh, to get a coach with group coach excuse me, with group coaching, uh, which is an awesome value. Number two, to ask for help. Uh, outsourcing helps you save stress and allows you to work on your business and not in your business. And then lastly, number three, just do it. You will always have a reason to not do something, whether it's go live on your Facebook page, whether it's to start your business, or maybe some reason to procrastinate doing the laundry, but just do it. Start it. If you have that drive, um, find your tribe and you will thrive, thrive. I was like, I feel like I need a rhyming word. <laughs> and I, I, thank you. Find, you, you will thrive. <laughs>
<laughs> a, little, right. a little rhyming for a Wednesday morning. All right. Great. The unstressed mama rappers. <laughs> <laughs> we, we won't be starting that anytime soon. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. You can always go to uh, the unstressed mama at your favorite listening platform and subscribe to us. We would love it if you left a review and we will uh, see you next time. The Unstressed Mama podcast is brought to you by Allison Rodden, Kelsey Decker, and Melissa Sarovi. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Unstressed Mama and on Instagram at Unstressed Mama. If you like what you heard, be sure to tell your friends so other mamas can join in the fun. You can find our individual contact information in the show notes for this episode. If you have questions about this topic or suggestions for future topics, the best place to reach us is through our Facebook group, Instagram page, or email at unstressedmama at gmail.com. Thank you.